Tough times for a lot of households across Canada. Debt is on the rise in households right across the country. According to Statistics Canada, the household debt ratio is now 1.82%. In plain English, that means for every dollar we make, we owe a buck 82. So lots of households, of course, turning to debt to make ends meet. Here to talk more about this crisis, and it is in many Canadian households, it's always a pleasure to say good morning and welcome back to Jennifer McCracken, Senior Vice President and Insolvency Trustee with BDO First Call Debt Solutions. Jennifer, good morning. Good morning, Sterling. So good to have you back with us, Jennifer. Lots to talk about today, uh, including this buck 82 for every dollar we earned, and that's near record highs. And of course, it's coming on the heels of one uh, interest rate, another in- interest rate just a couple of weeks ago, and apparently more in the offing before the end of the calendar year. Not welcome news, is it? It is, and I think these pictures are, are really highlighting the struggles for everyday Canadians just to make ends meet. Uh, StatsCan also released a report recently that income is not increasing at the same rate of our debt. Our debt is actually growing twice as fast as our earnings. Yeah. So we couple that with inflation and with anticipated future increases for interest rates. Anybody who has debt um, amounts owing on accounts where it's, it's revolving, so it's tied to the interest rate. It's going to increase the amount they pay monthly just to, to make the minimum payment, uh, let alone the amount that they'd actually have to pay to satisfy and pay off the debt. So um, what we're finding is that this this pinch, this crunch we're seeing for Canadians is, is now translating to increased insolvency filings as well. I'm so, sure. And what about BC? How do we fare when you stack us up against the rest of the country? Well, for BC, we are we did see that there was an increase um, in insolvency filings in this last quarter compared to the year prior. So um, we know that um, some of the provinces did not actually have an increase in insolvency filings, although we did uh, in BC. So we're seeing higher insolvency filings um, in terms of that increase. It, there was really a, a stagnation of uh, insolvency filings during the pandemic. It was kind of unanticipated. We thought we'd just see a spike immediately in filings, and it actually stabilized and went down. So this is the first time since the pandemic that we've actually seen that increase in insolvency filings. So that's, pr- that's pretty significant. We also know that um, in BC, we're seeing an increase in debt amongst the, the Gen Xers and the older millennials. So we're, what we're chalking that up to is that these are people that tend to be younger. They might have a young family. Yes. And so we're seeing debt rise uh, amongst those individuals as well. Interesting. And, of course, again, it's just managing, right? It's If you've got young kids and all the rest, you, just, you have to manage. You have to find a way to, uh, to, to cobble together something just to keep the ball in the air and keep things moving forward. And debt is, is certainly a, a, a method of doing that. I wanted to ask you about those interest rate increases, though, Jennifer. Uh, we, we know, for example, uh, the mortgage stress test has been elevated now and so on. But does that also correspond with credit cards? I mean, the credit card interest rate is already, well, some would say criminal, certainly very, very high. Are they going up as well? No, we're, what we're seeing is the lending rate, if you're going in to get, say, a mortgage or negotiate a terminal, the lending rates are going up now. Where we're going to see an impact is for Canadians that have um, any debt that's tied to the revolving or the, the Bank of Canada interest rate. So most uh, credit card accounts would have a fixed um, interest rate associated with it. Mm. Where where you'll see the pinch for people is that they'll probably have a mix of debt. They, they might have fixed uh, term amounts that don't see a change in, in what they're paying monthly to service the debt. If you have accounts that are tied to that Bank of Canada rate, it's, it's going to further erode your available income. So we are encouraging folks to actually sit down and stress test your debt. So on our website, BDO, 
debt.ca. We do have ability for folks to stress test their debt and do things like measure their debt to income ratio and really do that analysis of what does this change in the interest rate? How does it impact me on my, my accounts, the debts I have, and uh, make that financial plan now? Talk to us a little bit about warning signs. I mean, it, you don't have to be a, a, a particularly forensic accountant to know that something's going off the rails in your life. And uh, there are warning signs that people should notice. And if they're not noticing, should perhaps revisit them because they're there for a reason. Talk to us about the sorts of things that, that are huge clues that uh, some professional assistance may be required. That is such a great question, Sterling, because I meet people all the time that say, you know what, I didn't have any problems. I was, I was servicing my debt fine. I have a strong credit score. But when we go through the warning signs and talk about what's happening in the financial lives, they have a lot of them. So it is easy to ignore them or not understand the significance. So it's so important that people understand, you know, making that minimum payment and only the minimum payment is a warning sign. If, if you can't pay off the, the, amount, the amount that you borrowed or that you charged, if it's a credit card, in that month that you've done it, it, you're carrying a balance. You're paying further interest on those purchases. Using one credit card or a line of credit to pay off another credit mm-hmm, card or another yeah. account. So that robbing Peter to pay Paul yes. expression. That's, and a lot of people have it, and they're not aware. They, they maybe think it's normal to, to pay their debt this way. And also paying attention to when you pay your bill. If you're frequently paying your phone bill, your, your uh, you know any kind of utility-type bill, if you're missing it, if you're paying it late, if you're skipping payments, for instance, saying, well, you know, I don't have the cash this month, I'm mm-hmm. going to get it next month. If you're bumping up to credit limits or borrowing above, I see that very frequently people are above the credit limit. So if you had a credit card or line of credit with a $10,000 limit, you would have borrowed $11,000. you are over the amount that the bank actually authorized you to borrow. So this, And then obvious ones are like collection calls and things like that. Sure. The ones that people really should pay attention to that I find are maybe not as, they're not as they say they're ignored, but they're not as uh, sort of prevalent up top of mind that there's a problem is that the, using the one credit card to pay the other. It's really, really common behavior for people prior to an insolvency filing. They're just not aware is an actual warning sign that they're in trouble. Right. So let's follow up on that and, and talk about the sorts of things. You've been doing this for years, You've been and you're very good at what you do, and you've talked to all sorts of people from all sorts of backgrounds and in all sorts of circumstances, or pickles, as some of them would call it. What do you talk to us a little bit about uh, taking some of the stress off, uh, uh, Again, based on your experience, and, and again, you've talked about the warning signs, and there they are, as plain as a nose on your face, and yep, 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 you're checking those boxes and going, oh, brother. So let's take that to the next step. What do you do when you realize, oh, man, this is not going to end well unless I do something smart? Well, I think reviewing the household budget is key. It's really common that folks don't know how to calculate their income, really what's coming in. You want to factor all sources of income. Go through all your expenses. Look at your subscriptions. Um, have a look at even the more regular expenses that you don't pay every month. Get a sense of actually chart out, plot out what is happening in the budget. And you can go online and calculate the ability to pay off your debt and for what the time frame will be for that. So that's a very important step. A lot of my clients after they meet with me go on and do that. That's the wake-up call, that it will take me 25 years to satisfy this debt. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, And they still want to save for retirement and they have a growing family. So when you actually frankly look at your financial picture from the budget standpoint and from your ability to satisfy debt, if there's something concerning there that you don't think you're going to be able to do it in a, in a reasonable period of time, 
that's where you want to talk to a licensed insolvency trustee because we will, in our free initial meeting, walk them through the options of a consumer proposal or bankruptcy for a lot of Canadians. Doing a formal insolvency filing is the best thing for them to basically jump to, to, to give them the breathing room that they need and to allow them a period of time to recover and reestablish themselves. Because when people are in debt and they've carried debt for a long time, it's a very, very stressful situation. It impacts their health. It impacts their well-being. And it could be impacting their work and their, their lives. They tend to have other things going on in their lives. And so dealing with the financial stress is the first step for them to take that step forward and deal with the other things that are going on. Absolutely. And, and uh, you talk about health, and it, it, it is definitely debilitating. When that kind of level of stress is, is wearing on you, uh, you, you do end up feeling like you're walking around with an anvil around your neck, don't you? Oh, it's it's um, it's so stressful, and it, it's and there's a lot of guilt and shame around it. Uh, naturally, because most people don't anticipate or plan for these things, it is the unexpected, and uh, they just have to know that um, there are options to to get that relief and to get to be debt free. That we don't we think it's normal to live with debt. We don't have to live with debt. There are processes for you to get your financial relief and be on a plan to be debt-free, save for retirement, live as comfortably as possible given the, the very expensive part of the world that we live in. Yeah. But there are options that living with debt and having that burden of debt is not something that they have to suffer with for their, their entire lives. There are options to be debt-free. Indeed. And if you go to bdodebt.ca, one of the first things you find out is you're worth more than your debt, according to the folks. <laughs> At BDO First Call Debt Solutions, Jennifer McCracken is a Senior Vice President and Licensed Insolvency Trustee with BDO First Call here in Vancouver. Uh, and as always, Jennifer, thanks for getting up early on the weekend to do this with us. It's important advice and a terribly important conversation to have. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. <laughs> and Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.